Lester, stunning Steve Austin, and Stone Cold Steve Austin even, all in the same. That, even that doesn't count. Like, no one. It's, it's got to be ten different wrestlers <laughs> and ten different gimmicks. What? Not a single person on this planet should ever put Ringmaster Austin in their top ten that gimmicks. Was trash. Of all to be time. honest, <laughs> it was a very good work. Oh, just a work. Mm. Yeah. I, I, mm. b- before we went on air, um, uh, we talked about how I don't like The Rock. What? Which doesn't make any all sense because right, The Rock is my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, I'll give you the reasons why. For when he first debuted, so he was the... Rocky Maivia. Rocky Maivia. Trash. All the way What's up trash? until probably the Nation of Domination when he took over and kicked Farouk out, which... Very questionable. Farouk's probably one of my one of the greatest wrestlers. I do enjoy watching all of his uh, wrestling that matches was a big and stuff. Dude, he's a physical guy. Um, after the Nation of Domination, still trash. Whenever he got to the Stone Cold and the, the Rock rivalry, okay, I liked him. After that was over, trash. No, no, yeah, do so not give me here's, trash. Here's my no. thing. If you say if you, disrespectful if, you, as if, heck. You, if you say Hulk First Hogan all, and him were good, it was complete garbage. It was. It all. wasn't about the wrestling in that match. No. Though. It no, wasn't. it really he, wasn't. He it didn't need to be either. Best on the mic of all time. No. Best on the mic of what? all time. What? Not even, nobody else can touch him. Stone Cold can't. <laughs> Chris Jericho said, can't. I thought you said you were done. Best on the mic. <laughs> yeah, and what well, happened he to said, being done? He said being, he was he not said being the best. So he put to together pretty good matches. His, like, match, when Brock Lesnar first won the title, go watch that match. He helped carry young Brock throughout that match. When, he also, they had that triple threat with, Triple H and Kurt Angle, where the Triple H and The Rock worked Kurt Angle through a concussion, worked him through a, like a 30-minute match, it was also great. The dude has the best star power of any wrestler of all time, mainstream-wise. He's one of the best. He's the best talker ever. And, yeah, he turned one of the dumbest moves in the people's elbow into something that's wildly entertaining. Yeah, but, so, when, but also one thing that also bugs me about him is – when he was like still in his very young prime, he decided to leave. Yeah, but that he got a, the opportunity a, to make a, a bunch of money doing movies. I'm gonna stop you before movies. you sound like one of those crybaby wrestling fans. No, he, no, he's getting more money in Hollywood than he ever would at that. Company, I mean, that's bro. right. I mean, that's that's good for him. But I mean, I'm a wrestling fan. However, when he came back and did his heel turn gimmick, where he would played guitar all the time and Hollywood rock make is people the best mad. One. Yeah, I mean. The only time Rock was good was during Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, Rock and Hurricane. Don't even, don't even. So real quick about the Rock. So I actually disrespectful. I I hated (laughs) the Rock. Like absolutely hated the Rock. Rocky Maivia, trash. I didn't like him when he first got a Nation of Domination. When he got out of Nation of Domination, I was like, okay, he can't. uh, To be honest, he can't wrestle. He no, really he can't. can't, but it's his body language. Like He can sell. I'll give him one thing. He throws better punches than Cena. I'm not for I don't know about not, that. No, <laughs> Cena throws know. his punches over and down. He yeah. throws slap punches, No, that's doesn't a, make sense. That's the thing. No, uh, the Rocks, uh, his punches are so stupid. He has to wind it up, get that right leg going as well, and the front left leg. And when he swings, he's like pretty much throwing his heart out, but it's just slapping the guy. Like You obviously know those punches are fake. If the Rock I mean, was yeah. such a trash, <laughs> but if the still. Rock was such a trash wrestler, he would not have been in a main event feud with Stone. I don't know because Cena's been know. in tons if, of main event feuds. Cena's a, not a trash wrestler. I, I just, just okay. That on to tens now. <laughs> just saying, um, if it wasn't for the Rock's dad, he wouldn't be nothing. True. No. Because yes. he reinvented High himself from Rocky. Maivia was he, he reinvented himself from Rocky. Because if he would have stayed Rocky Maivia, you wouldn't know who he was. No, but the only reason why he got the push is because of Vince. 
And his yeah, father. Yeah, and he worked Randy with Orton. the push. His father. So Randy Orton's bad? No, no. I'm just Right, saying, right. No, don't I'm, give no, me. No, I, no what you I'm saying You can't say it's all because of his father. Look at and the, then all the career things he did after. Ted DiBiase the, Jr. After the original push. Yeah, Which Cody Ted, Rhodes. Ted is D- Cody Rhodes a trash wrestler? Ted Cody Rhodes wouldn't be. In WWE, yes. Cody Rhodes wouldn't be anywhere Ted DiBiase without Jr. was just, actually really underrated. Just saying, all these, like, Vince pushes. Yeah, second-generation stars get a bigger push. However, <laughs> Rock sustained his push. <laughs> only only second-generation superstar didn't get this really debate a big name to show was, after was one of his sayings. Dust. Yeah, Goldust is the only person That's to not get a push. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Poor Gold. R.I.P. Goldust. He should. He deserved more. Except somehow he managed to make that gimmick work. Speaking of you know gimmicks, <laughs> he's gonna go. You know, there's a certain time period that Gold Goldust. He just made all my honorable mentions too. Now I've got three. Okay. Y'all got any? Gosh, my honorable mentions. I don't even have a list yet. <laughs> My, uh, yeah, <laughs> remember when you called me out on the air? For way to act like, way to come prepared for the show. I, yeah. I I texted you when I was at work saying what was the th- uh, what was this thing again? You said gimmicks, and so John said gimmicks, and I was no, I like, didn't. I wait, who said something? I know John, John said gimmicks. Look at my message right under that. I'm gonna Try pull to up. Call gonna, me out on there. I'm gonna oh pull it goodness. up. I'm gonna pull it up. Okay. Right now. Well, while he's finding that, I have an honorable. Yes, but they can't be repeated, so you can't have the crow and the Joker staying on the same list. I have, that was my example. Yes. I have broken Matt Hardy as an honorable mention. Oh wow! What? I hate you. Yes, and there's a reason because the yeah. the oh. <laughs> I mean, he made he talked to a giraffe that was the. That was George, George Washington. Washington. Yeah, you better put some respect <laughs> on that draft. And man. it was freaking hilarious. I mean, it, it was stupid. I wanted to put the other Matt Hardy gimmick on here. I mean, but I decided on Broken because I like Broken more just for the comedy. And I think it still manages to work even though it's one of the dumbest things that's ever happened. Broken Matt Hardy, Ice Cold Matt Hardy, which was, if nobody knows. I think Version he, 1. He was, in, uh, what, he was on ROH when he was working heel. And then... Yep. Uh, n- uh, never say die, Matt Hardy. Those are my favorites. Uh, out of the uh, v- Matt V1 Matt Hardy is actually pretty slick. Yeah, V1 Matt Hardy is very entertaining. All right, so uh, top tens. Um, we're going to go from, like, I'm guessing, like how we usually do it. From do you have any more honorable mentions, Nate? No, that was it. Okay, real quick. I'll just think to of some cover mine real quick. Goldust in 03, after he got thrown into the, I don't, there's no specific name for this, but he was kind of working it as a little gimmick. After he got thrown into the electric box, do you guys remember this? Mm. When he yes. came back yep. and he was stuttering on, on all yeah. those promos, that was hilarious. Well, he still does. Well, I mean, if you look at his promos now, he still d- keeps that stutter. I like it. It's entertaining. I don't. I don't understand how Gold Dust just had the drive to just okay. They stuck me with the absolute worst gimmick possible. I'm somehow going to stay in this company for twenty plus years. Um, I mean, apparently it works. It's just sheer will. <laughs> and then I don't know if you guys. I don't. There's no really. N- name for this gimmick i don't know if he ever did this in previous time but fat shaming scott steiner is absolutely hilarious back in like 2007 when he was in the main event mafia and he was running around yelling at samoa joe about samoa joe being fat and all that and telling abyss he was fat it was hey, i got a question real quick hilarious is a uh, berserker uh is that uh trash hexall jim duggan no <laughs> they look just alike i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Hacksaw. Honorable was, mention: Hacksaw Jim Duggan ho. just carrying around a two by four and going ho. It's it's great. Also, I want to explain something before we get into the list. Uh, 
I did not put certain people on there that people probably think is on there because I view them as just heightened personalities of themselves and not really a gimmick. So uh, Stone Cold will so, not be appearing on my so list because I did Stone Cold thing. probably will not be appearing on my list, and also like Ric Flair will not be appearing on my list because Ric Flair is Ric Flair. Like, he lives and breathes that's, that. That's that's him. That's not a gimmick. That's his life. So I'm not putting that on there. Oh, on, another honorable mention to uh, King Booker. King Booker. I, I'll, I'll give an honorable mention to Papa Shango. Really? Really? That's good. I, I like the gimmick. It is a good. It's entertaining. Anyway. Um, yeah. I'm, a, I'm looking through like the, all the alumni and oh stuff right God. now. All right, Nate. You might as well start then. Yeah, yeah you start I'll go second. All right. all right, my number 10. <laughs> it's Velveteen Dream. Oh, my gosh. This is... <laughs> I knew this was going to have this reaction. Okay, but it's the fact that he changes himself so much, but every time his gimmick is entertaining. He dressed up as a boxer to fight Cassius Ono. He was... Parading around in a three-point stance wearing a football jersey during halftime heat. He dressed up as Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hated it. And it was hilarious and great. He just, his gimmick is that he can morph into any gimmick, but put his own spin on it and make it work. And it's really entertaining. I I will tell you for a fact, uh, he will not be on my list. Neither honorable mention. That's fine. Disrespectful Just dressing up like Hollywood Hulk Hogan. How dare you? He's not disrespectful. I don't think it's. Up I do like not. Hogan. I do not think that's disrespectful at all. <laughs> For, under the circumstances we found out uh, in a few years, I think it was completely okay. <laughs> yeah, not disrespectful at all. Um, is that was that your your number ten? Yes. Okay, my number ten is the Legend Killer. Um, that's my all time probably favorite Randy Orton gimmick. Um, surprising, he's actually he actually made this list. I believe that's when he integrated the punt kick. Yes. Um, and he he was doing some vile, just disgusting stuff at that I time. Mean, you know, yeah. he kicked Stephanie in the head, kicked Vince in the head. Um, I mean, him and Triple H. A lot of people don't like it because because Triple H has never. Well, I mean, he's. I I just thought it was an overall really really good rivalry. When they uh, he RKO'd the fabulous moolah, I think on television. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I don't agree with was that whole like this was like three weeks after Eddie's death. That whole promo he had he cut during Ray. I was like, I mean, (gasps) seven year old me was pissed. That was uh, yeah, it was bad. Actually, almost everybody was pissed at that. Yeah, Um, it was uh, bad. So for my number ten, I'm gonna say Edge. Um, Edge right now, uh, the rated R superstar. Uh, I like that in gimmick the most out of all of him, and I just think, I mean, for Edge, he can pull almost any gimmick off. But the rated R superstar was perfect with him uh, doing the the live show on Raw with Lita. Oh, um, uh, then uh, yeah. having I mean, Raw I, used that, to be is, Raw used to be wild. Is that Raw when, used to be Raw? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, is that when uh, he adopted the DDT? Or has he always had the DDT? He's always used the Impaler DDT. Mm. It, it just seems like he did it mostly. He like, highlighted it more, I think. Which was good because, I mean, his spear is meh. He gives them a hug. Give me, give me a hug. Let's follow the ground. Okay, here yeah, we go. Yeah, Edge's spear is trash. We've already covered Um, that. You were talking about it. I'll come back to that in a second because you were talking about something. You said somebody's name, and it made me think of something, and now I can't think of it. Okay. All right, sorry. Mo- moving on to number nine. No, don't be sorry, bud. <laughs> What's Num- your number nine? Name? Number nine is Ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, th- I like it. 
the I, dude, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big, huge He fan. used to, like, would go up against a wrestler and print his wife's face on his tights. Like, <laughs> just, that's just, that's just a power move. That's so a straight-up power move. And he would, like, talk to people in the audience. He was very hated but also very well-liked because he was such a jerk but pulled it off so well. Uh, another guy that just, I mean, gone too soon. But he was very. If you go look back and look at his stuff, he was very talented. It was his charisma. He was a really good gimmick. All right, and for my number nine, this is going to be a big shocker because I bet if you haven't forgot about him, you haven't thought about him in a long time. Black Machismo Jay Lethal. Oh my gosh, that I had. Okay, yes. Give you any chills? No, I no that <laughs> I enjoyed um, Black Machismo. Uh, on TNA a lot. That's uh, that gimmick. I mean, of course, it's a play on Macho Man. Macho Man, but I mean, he worked it really good. He worked it well. See, here's the thing. He he may have used Macho Man's voice and did like the whole robe in the same entrance and everything, but not only did he get Macho Man's permission, but he also didn't like steal his gimmick. He made it into his own thing. Exactly. So, like, you don't. You know, you don't you, you can separate the two, and there's easy differences to tell. And that, that he was young too; he was like 22, 21 back then. Yep, and he was so he, fact he's that, still killing it. And the fact that he got the permission from him to do that gimmick is absolute at insane. that age. It's insane. You would, the way that Macho Man was brought up that was that would have probably never f- flew if that was, was the nineteen nineties. Right, and it was it was at that age. And then if you remember, at like after that, not too long after that. He started doing the Ric Flair gimmick, which was hilarious, too, because him and Ric Flair had, had, like, the most epic promo battle ever. Yes. But if you My have life. not seen that, go back and watch it. It's, we can post it on our uh, Twitter. Uh, so with my number nine, I'm going with the guy who did it the best, this gimmick-wise. That's Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock's gimmick was probably one of the first... Like bruiser type UFC guys like that it. can grapple, mm-hmm. and he he's done it a lot better than some of the people who we've tried to see them do it with. Like I've, I think it's a hundred percent better than what Brock Lesnar does. Um, yeah, because you Brock Lesnar doesn't need that. No, but I mean, like suplexes wise, I think Ken Shamrock does. Um, I know this is going away from his gimmick. I think he's one of the best technical wrestlers that can do suplexes, all these types of different ones. I think he's better than Taz at some point. Ooh, yeah. See, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one, but but no, I Ken Shamrock at number nine. I just it just seems reasonable for him being in that UFC background. They always want to play on the fact that oh, UFC guys and mixed martial arts guys coming to WWE, but but Ken Shamrock was that legit guy, and he'll still call you out on it if you do a, a move like an ankle lock wrong because Ken Shamrock has a better ankle lock than Kurt Angle. Him and Dan Severn should have been a main event. Should have been a main event rivalry at that time. Honestly, yes. or at least like one of the top ones because one, they're both shoot fighters. Yes. And two, the absolute brutality that they used in the ring. Like you could tell they were working stiff. Um, uh, would you, before we go on to number eight, would you guys agree with me that most of the gimmicks now in wrestling are almost completely the same? Almost? Yes. There's they're not cop a. Th- outs. They've gotten more. I, I don't know if realistic's the right word, but they've tried to make every single gimmick very close to reality, which means a lot of them morph into seemingly the same gimmick. I, like, 
essentially you could say Rousey and Lynch have almost the same exact gimmick. Their character work is almost the same. Yeah. It's just the way that they go about it because they're different people. They do it differently. But it's the same thing. If you look at, like, all the little baby, like, the little guy baby faces, all of them are underdogs. You know, everyone's a chicken heel. Everybody does a super kick. Everyone does the freaking super kick, which I hate. So annoying. It It really is. is. And it doesn't finish matches, which I would like to say it devalues Shawn Michaels, but Shawn Michaels still throws it a lot better than a lot of these guys at Bald Michaels, excuse me, at 53. (laughs) I can't forget. I have to call him by his name. Yes. What's your number eight, bud? My number eight is Mankind. It shouldn't work. And I was trying to pick between this one and Mick Foley's other gimmicks. You can't pick Mick Foley because that's genuinely how Mick Foley is, I feel like. It's like his personality disorders. But Mankind is just like... (laughs) (laughs) I can't even get through a sentence on this show. But Mankind Mankind, is somehow managed to be like a crazy lunatic guy wearing a mask that's greasy and dirty and kind of gross. But also when he won the world championship, it was one of the biggest pops ever. So he simultaneously was weird and creepy and played it well, but also managed to be a baby face. (laughs) He was Daniel Daniel Bryan before Daniel Bryan was Daniel Bryan. Deep. I hate Daniel Bryan. Deep. Deep. Okay, yeah. Mankind. Mankind. I can agree with it. I'm going to show this to you guys. Don't. Oh, here. So you see what my number eight says, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It says broken, not Wogan. Okay. Woken Matt Hardy. Garbage. Yeah, Garbage. I don't like Woken either. I like broken Wogan. Matt Hardy. Excellent. Hilarious. Talks to I mean, he, he, talked to the, he talked to actual monkeys, and they, he <laughs> named them Matt and Nick. They were his spot they, monkeys. They, they George <laughs> Washington. George Washington was the draft. They fought. Ca- they fought a kangaroo. Him his and brother Nero. Oh What's yeah, the, George. For, uh, was it Joe Frazier? Yes, that I think it was a kangaroo who imbued with the spirit of Joe Frazier. What was the lake before they renamed the lake? Uh, the Lake of Reincarnation. Yes, that's right. Oh the dilapidated boat. Uh, Vanguard one. Oh my God, Goodness. Senor Benjamin! Senor Benjamin was hilarious. The fact and that he they was, came up with all this stuff is just amazing. He was powered by green beans, <laughs> and it worked. I, what What about that time? Like, I'll be honest. When it first came out, I was like, "This is dumb. I hate it." And then, no, like it, it a, a week me. later, he did. He did some. I think he actually he cut a promo, and I was like. This is fantastic because you got <laughs> Brother Nero, you got the you got the draft, you got all these people. Man, it was that is probably the most creative thing that I've seen in the past we fifteen should, uh, years. Honestly, uh, on one show we should try to talk or mimic Matt Hardy the entire time. Oh goodness! Yo. Just for one for one hour, I can do it. I can't do that. I'm it's not but you have to like use it's words not like, like we're going to have you do it forever <laughs> or anything. Along the nature. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Uh, let's yeah. go on to my number eight. <laughs> That's Oscar. Really? I don't know. There's something up with Oscar's gimmick that I just like. I don't know. I haven't. I mean, I've never seen anything that like this. That mask is creepy as hell. Mask is very creepy. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like when she first came into She's, NXT. Never mind. I never like. I didn't know what to expect, but now we know what she is. Uh, she can be pinned, obviously, which is very stupid. She's how, better than Io Shirai. Yes. She's a lot better than a lot of the uh, Japanese uh, wrestlers. And she hasn't been used correctly. Have no. you noticed? Obviously. Sometimes I think Asuka gets A, either bored, or sometimes she just really gets into it. Yes. She's, uh, 
she's probably faced a couple people and she's actually kicked Sonya Deville right in the head <laughs> a couple times and Sonya came back and, got, and caught her but at the same time it's like well I mean y'all gotta like see th- real quick I'm gonna this isn't gonna be long go ahead but, and shoot so the women's wrestling doesn't appeal to me because they try to do everything the guys do but it's at a lesser degree like Watching Bailey and Nia Jax trying to run ropes or like watching that like the ladies throw strikes, it doesn't resonate with me very well. But when I watch Asuka throw a strike, I'm like, if all the women wrestled like this, I mean just with this intensity and like the crispness and the stiffness, like if they actually wrestled that way and made it look believable, I would be having a totally different conversation right now. But as far as Asuka goes, she's what women's wrestling needs to be. And she's yep. a, she's ahead of the game right now. Mm-hmm. Now everyone needs to catch up to Asuka. That includes Becky Lynch. That inclu- includes Ronda. That includes Charlotte. That includes everyone. And they I need to catch up to Asuka's level because Asuka is far more advanced than and all that, of them. And that right starts now. at her gimmick, too. That's that's the thing that's what helped drive her and like what type of moveset she has uh, and oh what she's God. able to do with, with the WWE. You know what would have been an amazing feud? D- did any of you watch Gail Kim and TNA? Yes. Yes. Okay, give me a prime Gail Kim and Oscar feud. That would have been very There good. is nothing that that tops Trish and Lita. Easily. Yeah, I could. I agree with that. Because Gail, oh my, if we ever do a top ten women's wrestling, Gail Kim's my number one. I'm just letting y'all know. All right, so we don't have to do a top ten thing <laughs> if you already know you're number Spoiler one. Now. Come alert. on now. Jeez. Well, I couldn't really put many on Running there anyway. <laughs> we'll do a top three. All right. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, number number seven. Um, I have Straight Edge Society CM Punk. Okay. I really, really like that game. I wish they would have done more with it, though. Yes, really me did. too. But the short amount of time that we got to see it, like – unhinged CM Punk essentially like running around saying all these weird things, wearing a mask for a little while. Like he got, well, there's a reason why for that mask. Did you know why his face? No. Didn't he sh- get his head shaved? Yep, yeah. I remember he covered it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. But that was like, it was just so intense and so strange, but it was very, it was like kind of Bray Wyatt esque before Bray Wyatt, but obviously CM Punk had mic skills and more, attributes to pull it off and also they booked him to where he would win some you know whereas the wwe has killed bray wyatt by making him spout all these weird things and then just underrated promo skills you know uh, you know what would have been really crazy a big mind freak if he would have brought back the ses when he was the leader of the nexus yeah that would have been hilarious you know what i'll be honest that would have that new that whole new nexus thing i was like who cares? These guys all just got buried by Cena like in the summer. Oh my god, I hated that. That's oh actually. My gosh. I'll be honest no, with no, you. No, don't do it. Don't. You, do, we don't have time. No, 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 no. no. We, listen, listen, listen. I have that an idea was, for a show. That was the time that I was like, I'm done with John Cena. So for the five years he was there, and that was still on my like young teen years, I was like, he's cool. I have our sh- um uh, next week's uh, show already picked out. Oh okay. gosh, what is it? The how and who. Johnson is buried. <laughs> really? Do we have to? Yes. Oh my That's gosh. next week's show for that. <sighs> okay. Well, you gotta you gotta phrase that better because he's buried a lot. Who and how? Johnson. Who and how? Okay. Johnson is buried. This is why I like working with this I man because he knows John. Me if you're listening, with you, I know you're not. Parma John. Uh, he should be listening. Let's John. call him up. Let's yeah. call him up. Okay, and see John doing. Cena. I will. I will defend you. There are some questionable things in your history, but mostly I will defend you. 
I'm gonna mostly. You keep. Uh, you guys. What, are we on number seven now? We're on yeah. seven. All right. So SES. All right. Mine is the it factor of professional wrestling, Bobby Roode. When Bobby Roode's allowed to showcase who he is, yeah. not only is he a throwback, that man's damn good. Like he was working heel. He was working heel at this time. This was like oh 2011, 2012, I believe. I think that's when I remember hearing about it. But um. Really crisp wrestling, good matches, amazing promo skills. Him and Kurt Angle had some of the best Hold on one second. Matches. One second. I'm calling Jonathan real quick. Uh-oh. Parmesan's getting let's called. See, let's see if... Tell uh, him not to cuss on air. I bet he doesn't answer. Probably not. He's a bum. I just want to know if he's actually listening. He's not. He's a bum. I hope he is. He should Oh, come on. No, he, he probably is listening because that's why he's not going to answer. Nah. You c- have reached the voicemail. <sighs> All right. Anyway, so, wanna, yeah. If you guys want to call Jonathan for it, it's 1-816. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. No, 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 no. The, so, yeah. We're not it, doxing him live so on So, yeah, the, the it factor of professional wrestling is my number seven, and you'd have to go back it's to like, understand. But. It's like there are so, much, so many good gimmicks that happen at TNA. That not many people know. Thank you. Like that's seriously, yeah, that's because the company overall. Because like what, what the the gimmicks wise for I mean of course it's a play on Stone Cold. So you got Shark Boy, got Super Eric. Shell yeah. Uh, you got uh, Curry Man, which is Christopher Daniels. Anything Christopher Daniels wise is amazing. Yeah, but that's because of Christopher Daniels. Can we be honest with about Christopher Daniels though? Uh, let's be that honest. That dude's got a draft neck. <laughs> He really doesn't. Have you seen how long his neck See, is? See, I thought you were going to say something about, like, he's overrated. He's underrated. He's, no, he's never, never. And then... I like Christopher Daniels. I've got nothing just, bad to say about just Christopher Daniels. except for his neck, evidently. He's got a draft neck. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, my number seven... Oh, could he this? My number seven is Ivan uh, Koloff. But go he, back to He's the, never watched an Ivan Koloff match in his life. You think you have? I don't think you have. I have. No, I don't I've watched I have a lot of. He's actually wrestling. a very good wrestler. No, his, he really is. Um, but his, uh, I mean, his gimmick wise, the Russian, even though he Russian wa- was, even though he wasn't Russian at all, he still pulled that gimmick off perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, as the Russian heel, it was one of those the times where the the Cold War was happening. Uh, it's just when they was, tried to redo this gimmick, it would not work. Was it him or Nikita that was the that did the, that had the Russian? See, sickle? I've seen a Nikita match. I've never seen an Ivan match. Was it which one had the Russian sickle? I can't remember. They, right I think now. they both did. Did they? Were they were they a tag team? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. No, I that I, I know who you're talking about. Now. I, I like, haven't watched. The only him reason I've years, seen Nikita was because of his feud with Ric Flair. Yeah, I've, Ivan was really good. I believe you. Uh, I, I just was, don't know. Just go back is. and watch Ivan. Passed away in 2017. Can we real quick because you touched on Ric Flair, so I would assume Ric Flair was probably the babyface at that time. I wish we had more babyfaces. That with mm. bigger opponents, so we know that uh, Ivan was bigger than Rick. Why can't they pull off some dirty moves? Austin Aries has done it a couple of times. A little bit of eye poke, a little bit of a low blow. I mean, you're still protecting the heel, but you found a way as a smaller guy to beat the bigger guy. Now it's not going to work. You with mean Ray Eddie Myster- Guerrero? It's not going to work with like Rey Mysterio and Big Show. That don't work. No, but it works with Eddie Guerrero and Brock Lesnar. It does because yeah. Eddie Guerrero is great. Eddie Guerrero can pretty much do anything. He was AJ Styles before AJ Styles. All right, I'm stop. I'm done. My bad. Yeah, you <laughs> gotta stop. Okay, um, number six, right? 
Yep. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. Number six is Crow Sting for me. Uh, the gimmick is just cool, even if though new- it's lifted right from a movie. Um, but the fact that he was like the only person that they booked well in WCW for the entirety of his run, essentially, was Crow Sting because he would just pop up with his bat and beat people up and then just like get lifted up into the rafters and leave. Like Wolf it was really Sting was cool. It too. was really, really cool. I just really think they did his gimmick well and his gimmick was really used really well. And if you want to see Crow Sting, do not go look at what happened in the WWE. That's no. that is Crow not Sting. that's the visual Annie. That's that's different. That's not him. Also he was old then. If he would have came over in the invasion, that would have played out very, very differently. No, but he's smart for not. I he think is. honestly, oh, if he if he would have came yes, out, he would have jobbed smart. out to the Undertaker. He's he's very smart for not doing that. He at got the time. he jobbed out to Triple but, H at WrestleMania. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because Triple H wanted to prove. I, I that he still beat, have. He wanted he wanted to prove that he beat WCW once so and for all by beating the face of WCW. So many things completely wrong with that WrestleMania. So many so things wrong. With all right, think about that something. match. That WrestleMania match. Think, not the entire. Think about something real quick. So for next week's show. You suggested the John Cena thing. I feel like Triple H has buried more people. What if we toss uh, up the most ridiculous burials in most, wrestling history? Most ridiculous burials. I like that. Okay. I, I think I just think it'd be a little bit easier. Oh, I don't you, mind bagging you, on the same guy for the whole time. I, I do. I do. I'm Throw a bagging. punch towards someone's head and out their toes, dummy. Jeez. Oh All right. Now you was that it for your six? Yes. Okay. My number six is Nation of Violence Samoa Joe. Dude was walking out with face paint. You got a lot of TNA stuff on there. I do got a lot of TNA stuff on here. It's not done either. Uh, but Nation of Violence, Samoa That's Joe, um, with the face paint. Is dude, I, th- I think, was it the Siva Tower or the Haka Dance? Is that he when he was weighing times? two at 20? Like it looked like he was weighing 220. It was when he was a lot leaner. Yeah. But yeah, he was. Uh, uh, he came out with the torches, spinning the torches. I mean, this dude was doing everything and he was doing it as the gimmick would say violently like he was he was killing it and beating up a crap ton of people i loved it it was great my number six is okada because you're rainmaker yeah it's it's so it works it, it really does. works he comes out wearing a 100 percent better rick flair robe it's complete it's a, a lot better um uh, there's money falling from the sky well, from the Raptors that with his face printed on it, which is perfect because his uh, finishing move is called the uh, Rainmaker. Uh, was it Rainmaker? Um, uh, it's the Rainmaker. It's the it's, it's a wrist lock, and he flips him around, and he hits him with the lariat. And that's right. some most of the time, he like flips him inside out. Has that like real quick? Is that the biggest Japanese guy you've ever seen? I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being serious. He's like, huge. He's tall. Okada, he's like six he's, four. Okada is which a, which doesn't make sense a, because man. when he was at TNA. They did not use him oh, I hate properly it. at all. What was he like? A, a play on uh, the Green Hornet? He was Kato. Or no, not not Kato. What was his name? Was his name? Uh, wasn't he with Samoa Joe? Yes, because they had like a because uh, they had like a, a little gimmick going on like the Green Horton Green Hornet. Yeah, it was bad. It was really. I well, mean, if you, if you were, uh, do you remember Gen Me? They weren't used right either. Generation Me, yeah. Yeah, the Young Bucks. For anyone who doesn't know, the, the TNA the, screwed that one up. The true the true fans. Of just this only Young Bucks related, they don't know who Generation Me is. He, no, he was, go back and look it up, he was and you'll hate it. He used Samoa Joe's sidekick. 
Yeah. yeah. Hey, what was his name? Do you remember? Does I'm it say it on there? Looking at it, it doesn't. Well, you see all the showing me. all the New he Japan guys that they like succeeded in Japan and went to TNA. They completely buried him. Like look at Tanahashi. Like when he Sonata. Was, Sonata was another one. Uh, yeah, he didn't even when Son- he started at TNA. Sonata, he wasn't even on the main show. Yeah, when Sonata started TNA there, explosion. When Sonata started in TNA, Sonata wasn't that good. But I'll be honest, after he ended up getting a, the title, after a little bit of time, Sonata got a lot better. And now he, you see him in New Japan, and he's killing it. Which I'm glad for him and Evil still killing it as a tag team, even though they're not the tag team champions. Are they still in Lij? Yeah. Okay. It's still Lij is the only one that hasn't like changed members or added members. It's the same people. Good, because Bullet Club does that. They're not even Bullet Club anymore. They're, they're just no, the elite they're, now. No, nope, they're they? Bullet Club. They're still Bullet Club over there with oh, Jay okay. White. Um, uh, is uh is uh oh um. What's oh, that? What's the, the, the bone crusher? Bone crusher. Is it bone crusher or bone saw? Bone killer? Whatever. Bone collector. <laughs> bone saw is that? Is bone that collector. Bone, bone saw is, <laughs> is ma- Macho <laughs> Man from Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> bone saw. Bone saw. <laughs> he looked freaking big in that. Name. Yeah, no, that was steroids. <laughs> that was a steroids right there, pumping in. All right, See? let's go to number five there. You telling me about these steroids? Also, wrestling is fake, and somehow they portrayed that as real. Yeah. Like he. Was it okay? Never mind. Hollywood completely got wrestling wrong. Again, go ahead. Like normal. Wait, when they get it wrong the first time? I don't know. They've gotten it wrong many times. Speaking of wrestling in Hollywood and movies, Nacho Libre. (laughs) That's not a wrestling movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's gonna be a Hulk Hogan uh, movie on uh, on Netflix gonna be coming out with. uh, Is it Chris Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth is playing Hulk Hogan, which Chris Hemsworth doesn't really look like Hulk Hogan. Wait, don't be having him say no racist stuff in the movie now. Actually, (laughs) nobody looks like Hulk Hogan, but Hulk Hogan. Can we be? Can we real quick before you go on to your number five? This dude's still wearing the do rag and sunglasses. Twenty years later, he also still has the bleached hair. That's fine. The same length too. Yeah, do you perfectly cut everything. Why is it not on top of his head? <laughs> and why does the do rag slide all the way back? <laughs> That's a good question. I have so many questions. You land a land an airplane on that on that forehead. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Don't let Cena's bald spot blind you. Oh, we're on six, right? <laughs> he needs to cut his hair. Number six. Your turn, bud. Yep, it's on to you. You're, not, you're number five. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, yeah, we're number five. My bad, not number six. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dudley boys are my number five. Um, I just think that just the weird. I don't. It's just a weird gimmick, but it works. Get the table. Yeah, just get the tables. I mean, the fact that they managed to take just a weapon and base almost an entire gimmick around it and have it work pretty perfectly and be one of the best tag teams ever is just really awesome. I have a question. I have that, an answer. That diving headbutt that Devon does off the thing, that's someone's crotch, right? Yep. Yes. So you can do that in an atomic drop, but you're, you're going to get disqualified on a low blow? Yes. And you can bounce people on their crotch. Okay, that's yep. stupid. Yep. More wrestling logic, by the way. Or, um, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Shattered Dreams. Yeah. Oh, dude, I always thought he was kicking the crap out of I was like, yeah. uh-uh. Shattered Dreams. Well, the best part about it, the, that, that move is so, so protected. It's so protected. It really well, is. yeah. Duh. If you all don't know what Shattered Dreams is, you got a guy lying like on the turnbuckle, and he's got his legs spread open, and Goldust runs and kicks the turnbuckle, uh, the pad where he's sitting on. And it looks like he's kitching, kicking him right in the groin when he's really not. I'm sure the dude can feel it. Oh, yeah. You could probably feel but he can probably feel like a little bit of the aftershock. I would not wrestle. I would, I would quit no, the company if it was not that protected. He probably got hit more <laughs> in the taint than anything. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was risky. Well, <laughs> no, it's not. It's one thirty in the afternoon, people. Let's uh, just talk about those. <laughs> okay, uh, you go. So, again, Kramer, another TNA one. But it, it is, but it isn't. Um, the wrestling cyborg Kurt Angle. Um, uh, I don't know. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Do you know who he wrestled at that time, though? Uh, was it uh, Christian? No, it was Bobby Roode and like AJ Styles after AJ Styles. Oh, uh, it was a little bit later. Yeah, this was like 2012, 2013. I, I fell off the face of the earth on that but with TNA. Yeah, no. TNA he, uh, fell off the face of the earth. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Hey, by the way, they changed channels again. Oh, <laughs> goody. They're on a hunting channel with all, with all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the, the, <laughs> the cyborg Kurt Angle, man. He was, I mean, and even in 2013, he was still carrying... Sting into good matches when Drew Galloway got there. He was carrying him into good matches. He had a good match with Bob, uh, Bobby Lashley. Uh, I don't know about him carrying Sting, but okay. I didn't mean to say carry. That's not what I meant to say. I meant to say like they just had a good match. My bad. Okay. Um, got words, bro. Words. Words. You're right. But Cyborg Kurt Angle, mm. and plus he's one of my favorites of all time. Uh, my number five is Volter. Chop. It's are you talking about? Sound. Are you talking about that big Austrian dude? Yes. He's in WWE now, isn't he? Yes. He's in NXT. By the way, UK. I just learned PCO NXT. was in ROH. I just watched ROH for the first time. Like, really? He's in the ROH? In like six or seven months. We're all but learning going, something. But going on to Volter, this dude. Is that a gimmick? Or you think he's just like that? I think he's just like that. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> like that. I really do. I mean, he's from. He's a scary human being. He's from uh, uh, Australia, Austria, wherever Austria. he's from. Austria. He's, this dude is six foot eight. Three over three hundred pounds, and he's the way that he carries himself. I mean, he has that one cape-looking thing. Just walks to the ring. He just walks like he I will mean, stare I mean, you down. Pete Dunn has no chance. No, there's no way. Is how he you, working? Heel? How do you even have it? I hope so. Technically, they brought him yet. in as a heel, but everybody wants to see him win. So it's like that's because everyone knows who he is, right? Because like this guy, he helped sell out Wembley. Uh, when it was him and I think it was Will Ospreay at the at the main event. Him and Will Ospreay is just that's. Could talk about opposite styles of wrestling. Uh, and they main evented Wembley. Did it very well. And like the crowd is just I don't I it's I got Volter, man. Oh, by the way, just the, it's, it's, it's this was yeah. just chop sound. So you were just talking think of about a chop sound. You were talking about NXT and stuff like that. Real quick, another feud coming up that I think that everyone should keep their eye on. It's actually one that I've been wanting to happen. Keith Lee and Donovan Dijak. I'm not gonna call him by his name that they get Dijakovic. I hate it, um, but that's going to be a good feud. I'm gonna see. I'm ready to see some Keith Lee uh, high flying action. Oh, okay. Hold on. Do you have you guys ever seen a PWG crowd? Yes. Yeah, the last time I saw them, they did something disgraceful, and I haven't watched since. They do. Uh, they did this thing. Who's involved? I don't know, but it was a bunch of thumbs and a bunch of butts, and that was the last time I watched <laughs> okay. it. I'm serious. Alrighty. I'm not kidding. It's the last time I watched it. Lot. I won't yeah. watch it again. PWG is, that for me, that's where you get into sketchy territory of independent I wrestling. think the crowd's hot. The crowd's hot. I just like it. I enjoy crowd reactions. I watch Bola. So there was this one that it was, I can't, of course it's a Kenny Omega, isn't it? He was with, might have been Ricochet. And they they mimicked the the Stone Cold and the Rock uh, WrestleMania match. It was actually pretty slick from uh, WrestleMania. Is it seventeen? I think it was seventeen. Ricochet is one of my favorites still. 
He's my favorite high flyer. You mentioned Ricochet in that match, so that's why I said that. Good. Good. All right, moving on, number four. Number four for me is Legend Killer Randy Orton. Reasons that have already been said. I do like Viper Randy Orton, but not as much. Also, Legend Killer Randy Orton, one of the best entrance musics. I do like that one better than Voices. Yes. Hey! Nothing you can say! No, nah, I right, agree with you. We shouldn't turn this into a character. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I, I, I was gonna actually put him on my number four. I'm not even finished. I always keep looking at, it, at my list. Uh, this guy. Hey, I, I'll back my stuff up though. Um, I do like the fact how he was uh, I, Undertaker. Him and that feud coming up to start off mm-hmm. the Legend Killer uh, thing. I mean, he wasn't starting it, but uh, going on with the, that match with Mankind, not Mankind, Mick Foley, trying to take him out. Uh, all the matches he, it seems like when he was doing that Legend Killer gimmick, it worked because one, he would be close to winning most. He pretty much, if you would, the match he wouldn't win, but he'd win the feud. Right. That's that's what I'm trying to get at on this. Real really quick. makes you think about how many old people the WWE employs. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but WWE has been known to recycle theme songs a couple times. Yeah. He had CM Punk's first theme song. The Kill Switch Engage one? Yep. Randy Orton had it. Go look. I'll I'll uh I'll have to go Which back on the also network tonight I like and that find theme song better than Cult's personality. I like Cult's personality better, personally. Uh, it, it, what fits what fits the gimmick is different. I like this. Cult personality was uh, was good. You know the the Funkadactyl uh, that music. Oh goodness gracious! That has been Somebody recycled. Call my mama. <laughs> that that was recycled more. Like that's probably the that most recycled one. Yeah, because Ernest the Cat Williams. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I've tried to block out that song and everything that happened. Do you not want us to call your mama? Not really, no. Okay, we're gonna call Nate's mama now. <laughs> <laughs> um, r- on my number four. Even though, yes, it was racist, and yes, it was, you know, it was very questionable. There's a but lot of disclaimers he, for this entry. He made it work so well. Eddie Guerrero with the light sheet and steel. Fantastic. Yeah. Every time, I, I don't care. He, like, he yeah. always tossed the chair. and like, I don't say that's being racist at all, though. I don't the, it just, it's the, it does it's, play it's, on like it, it plays on Hispanic people yeah. and it was if you look at like how he dressed and everything with the low rider it was uh, definitely stereotypical. No, what was no I think wrestling often you see stereotypes though because they're heightened characters so well, because like Mohammed Hassan we haven't seen him since they killed him off show which was too far and one of the worst things WWE has ever yeah, done. Yeah, that was that was really that was really also bad. just but awful I thought, timing. I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to say uh, something with uh, the Mexicals. Nope. That's funny, too, though. <laughs> uh, Light, Cheat, uh, and Steel, Eddie Guerrero is very good. He didn't have to get hit. Like, that dude sold like he got hit, like, every time. And he just, I don't know, just, I have nothing ever bad to say about Eddie Guerrero. So he's always he's always held in high praise to me. So he's that's he's my number four. My number four is uh, Shelton Benjamin's gold standard. Good one. This was, it was probably, I think this is his best gimmick by far. Uh, he even went so far toward golding and dyeing his hair gold, which is perfect. Uh, Do you remember his little what? thing where he used to run and hop up on the turnbuckle and yes. belly to belly him off? That was nasty. I think he could still do that. He can still do it. I feel like he can. Well, uh, he definitely can. I, there's something about this, this gimmick. It just works. And the music works. The only thing he can't do is talk on the mic. I mean, he's improved a lot over his years, but 
That mama's boy gimmick was bad. Oh, it was terrible. It was so bad. He should have beat Triple H, by the way. Shelton Benjamin's nine number four, though. Well, I mean, that's another burial. Yeah, you're right. What's your number three? Now? <laughs> uh, my number three is NWO Hulk Hogan. Hollywood? No, NWO. NWO. Oh, so Hollywood, bro. Yes, kind of Hollywood, Hollywood. But when he was in WCW. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Not really Hollywood. Not Hollywood. It's, it's just, NWO. He his that's the what, greatest. What are the, the colors? Greatest heel what are the colors? That that will that will solve this argument. What was the colors he was wearing? No, well, I mean, what color was his beard? He's black. He's black. That black was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Is NWO Hogan? No, yeah, but it's still the Hollywood same. Hollywood Hulk like, Hogan had um a, a a blonde beard. No, he didn't. He had a black beard. No, he he actually, had a black beard. He just and had a mustache. mustache. He just had a mustache. Okay, but well, a matter of fact, it doesn't matter, brother. Beginning of NWO. What was it again? WCW when he turned was. The last man, yeah. The NWO, the black and the black, gray, white, whatever you want to call when it. When he would spray paint the belts, yep. and yes, that it doesn't Hulk matter, Hogan, brother. That Hulk Hogan, that's the greatest heel turn of all time. You still completely think? changed wrestling, and is because nobody will get as face as Hulk Hogan now to turn heel like True. that. He went from absolute biggest baby face to absolute most detested heel in a night. Nobody is ever going to do that. And he completely changed wrestling by doing it. And I thought the gimmick was great. And he worked well as a heel because a lot of the things that he did backstage when he was a face, he started doing out front of cameras as a heel. And it worked. Which was also the downfall of that company. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) He was a true heel. My number three, and I know you're both going to disagree because he's been on your list before of not being that great, but it was still one of my favorite times. Uh, another TNA thing. It was the Destroyer Bobby Lashley. Oh he my was gosh. working. Oh, we're putting Bobby work? Lashley at number three. You are no, boring. no. Hold yeah, on. I couldn't. Th- hold on. Good wait. Old boring Bobby Lashley. Pause. Pause. Yes. Okay. Why do you have Bobby Lashley on a gimmick list? <laughs> Bobby Lashley is Bobby Lashley. He doesn't have a gimmick. I can change it out real quick. If you want to s- change it out real quick, Kramer. Kramer, go to yours, and I'll change it. I'll change him my three and two. My number three. Because I didn't think Wyatt family. It. Anything. Bray Wyatt's white family. That's just, like, for some reason, that is just. You don't like vegan Rowan? No. no. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's my number three. Bray, Bray Wyatt is. Okay. Just talk this, about this both in, you, Yeah, we'll both talk about the white family, okay. Bray Wyatt. So it's all linked together. You go ahead. Uh, just, um, I know Nate talked about it earlier, but his, cri- his promos are cryptic. And they, I know they go over a lot of people's heads, but it fits so well with the gimmick. The dude is a really good wrestler for for a guy his size. Um, just made, all around, he's just he's a he's just. I think he should he should keep that gimmick, turn face, and go against the like go against the uh, like the company. Like if you're gonna do if you're gonna try and bring back this authority crap or whatever you're gonna do, turn him face and make him the focal point of that because he's the anti-establishment type character that makes sense uh, it's every anything he does bray wyatt is it's really good and it doesn't get really looked at that much and he's another that's because they keep burying him they won't give him he's he's another person that's like gold dust he's another person him and bo dallas are uh falling that line of not second generation superstars not doing particularly well in wwe because vince isn't pushing him because, man, his father's the auditor. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he gets the disadvantage of his father not being super popular. And, and honestly, and that's probably why he's not honest, getting the push. Dusty Rhodes was not that popular in the WWE. Yes, but he had name recognition that's before that. That's because he came in there wearing polka dots on his. Well, that's because they strapped polka most dots of his to humiliate him. That's the thing, because most of his prominent stuff that he did was producing role at WCW, which that's the reason why his kids didn't do nothing in the WWE. Yeah. Yep. It's, I, all, it's all in who you know and all in who you please. Cody Rhodes was good before he did the whole Stardust thing. I think the fact that Bray Wyatt overcame Husky Harris chance and still managed to keep his gimmick and now everybody forgets about Husky Harris is very impressive. That was interesting. Because going from, the, yeah. the, I mean, that's just a complete flop mm-hmm. of gimmicks. What was the, something with the Ferrari engine? It was a... Uh, is it like Tank with the Ferrari engine. Yeah, 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 Tank with the Ferrari, which wouldn't work, no, by the way. No, it wouldn't work. Um, that's... Actually By the way, just real quick, bad. do you guys remember when uh, him and Ryback had that feud and Bray right. was on the apron and he did a senton on uh, on Ryback and actually landed on him? I can't say I do. No, can't say I do. It was nasty. Do. If you if you get the time to remember, Is, go look at that. Aren't sentons supposed to do that, though? Yeah, but they're usually more protected than that one. He oh, no, landed that's Bray full weight on the on no, that's the ribs. A, that's how Bray. Have you seen all of Bray Wyatt's sentons does? That's what he does. That's oh, like, yeah. Jeff Hardy now lands on people, yeah, too. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. He's Jeff just it, doesn't care. It doesn't look – It doesn't look. it's weird, but it doesn't look as good when he, like, lands full on his back. It's better when he just, like, barely hits his head against mm-hmm. it because it just looks cleaner. Yeah. Because this one kind of looks I think weird. it helps him sell it better, though. Yeah, Moving it does. on to number two. Number two for me is The Undertaker. Okay. It's yeah. I, I mean, no. There's nothing more he, ironic than that. He's 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 a dead guy, so. but somehow has managed to make it the most interesting thing. To where, if you take the Undertaker out in public, non-wrestling people are like, oh my god, that's the Undertaker. Yeah, that's and he's menacing. He's terrifying. He's what six nine, like large, strong human being, literally larger than life. I mean. It's amazing what he's been able to do with that. And yes, I'm talk I'm and if we're gonna specify Undertaker uh his second run is Undertaker after he went through the whole American whatever thing and yeah, it came back. That's his second run is his best worst run. Worst Undertaker is that one. Yes. But his second run he's is his favorite. best one. Can you imagine if we didn't have that? If we didn't have the second run of Undertaker oh, just, it'd just be continuing it, I don't think it'd streak. Work. I mean he wouldn't be near as famous. No. It, well, I mean, that he'd is, still have a, a prominence. The, in it. the early two thousands to now run is his best run by far. Uh, you said now, yeah, like well, not, not now, nah, dog. But like his nah, character. His beginning was very. I was gonna say, nah, dog. Yes, uh, two, two, beginning was not. Two thousand tens where it stopped I mean, for me. <laughs> yes, pretty much after his. I think his Actually, CM Punk match was maybe uh, his last great CM one. CM Punk should have won that. Which. Yeah, they probably should have. They probably should have gave CM Punk that. Instead of Brock, because Brock didn't need it. But Brock didn't retire him, though. But, yeah, that's true. Roman no, Reigns did. The big dog. No, <laughs> except Roman Reigns didn't, because he wrestled. Uh, Who did he wrestle after that? Oh, Bray Wyatt. No. John Cena. No, nope, that no. wasn't at Mania. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was at night. It was at. Uh, it was one of the middle pay per views. It wasn't. No, no, no. He wrestled John Cena yeah, at Mania. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. It was a squash match. No, he didn't. Yes, it, it was, was a squash match. You talking about the Undertaker? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about Reigns wrestled it. No. What's it called? My bad. That's no. what I was. Right. No, I was about to say no. Reigns Wait. wrestled at the middle pay per view. <laughs> no. Nobody's retired the Undertaker yet because he won't freaking retire. Yeah, that squash <laughs> match is fantastic. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah. So number two, Undertaker. Um. Well, I can't really put that one in there because that's probably him in real life. So I'm going to agree with you on The Undertaker on that one just because, you know, you, you pretty much said it is iconic. Um, I really – I think my favorite 
version of The Undertaker was probably Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. It was they did okay. They went they went really far with a lot of things. They went but l- yes, but way too far. But I still liked it because. I don't know. I just feel like the Undertaker should always have cronies and stuff like that. But I, I like I, uh, I I agree with the Undertaker. Um, I'm going with masked Cody Rhodes. Dashing? No, masked. The one where he had the protective so, the protective uh, face oh yeah. gear. So this after is, getting six one nine. Was by this in between? Wait, wait, tell me. Order the timeline for me between dashing paper bag and then masked. So dashing was with. When he came out, which his promos and dashing were perfect. Because um, he was giving paper bag. No, he was giving paper bags out with the mask, wasn't he? Yes. And that, after that is when he got a tag, was in a tag team with Damian Sandow. I'm pretty sure. Or was that beforehand? No, that was after. Was that when they both was had? After? When he grew the mustache. Road Scholars. No, that's not Road Scholars. Team it? Yeah, it was. That was Road Scholars. Yeah, okay, team yeah. Road Scholars, which that was a great team. That was a great team name, great team. Um, uh, do, you, do you remember when uh, Cody Rhodes had the – the protective uh, face. Yes. I remember the mask. I that, just don't remember the that, timeline. Because he was like so, like, it seemed like it was so, he, like, heelish of how he was cutting promos and stuff, which he can cut a, a nasty promo. But I feel like those were the best. I think the music worked the entire time during that. I don't know. It, it was just, dashing to mask because he was dashing and then he got 619 by Ray. I might play us out with that song because I, I want to hear that. I haven't heard that song in a while. It is a good one. But, yeah, I got um, uh, masked Cody Rhodes at number two. Okay, number one, Masked Kane. For me, that's the coolest gimmick of all time. 97 to 2003? Yes. Yes. He was big, intimidating, athletic, agile. His When he actually started talking, his promos were decent, but like he was just creepy, just a menacing figure. I mean... I didn't I think they removed the mask way too soon. I would have kept it on longer um because I think that's what made him so intimidating. They shouldn't he, have put it back on him. Was you didn't know what it looked like and that once you take it off you can't put it on. And all the if you just oh my goodness, what they've done to Kane. Just corporate corporate, corporate Kane? Kane. Oh. Okay. Anybody remember concessions Kane? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> But you get you get prime mask mask cane ripping ripping the cage ripping the door off of Hell in a Cell to attack the Undertaker, the cool one of the coolest entrants of all time, and he went from being a dentist, an evil dentist, to one of the coolest (laughs) gimmicks of all time. It's awesome. I love mask. One of my favorite cane moments was. Does anybody, does anybody remember Shane O'Mac and the car battery? No, let's not do yeah, this. Yeah, that one. one was good. Oh, oh. and the, when he I actually when one. he got, I don't. Remember we can't explain best, it off. Here. The best time. <laughs> I'm guessing I know what happens. The best time of uh, Kane being unmasked was when it first happened. Like yes. when he first got his, and he was walking out there in a towel. Yes. I was, I was a kid. I was like, this guy's scary. Let me leave the room for a minute. <laughs> he is scary, and I. But I just think the mask and the hair, and I mean, he was. That's back when he when Kane had the ability to run, he was amazing. The best thing, <laughs> no, the worst thing they did to Kane was put the mask back on him. No, well, corporate Kane. No, it was when they gave him the, the stupid voice thing. He should have oh, yeah. been quiet the entire time. Yes, he never should have talked. You could still hear his voice clearly through that voice changer. That voice changer wasn't very strong. Well, I mean, it wasn't. It was just it, that was him mimicking that voice. Yeah, he wasn't a voice changer. It was he was pushing like he 
couldn't talk out of his mouth or something. He was pushing up to his vocal box and speak was what they were having him do. When he could actually clearly talk, though, he was kind of hilarious. Like, Main we forget teams. him with forget. Rob Van Dam yeah, was great. Kane and RVD that was, a great, was a great tag team. Does anybody like May 19th? Yeah, I know. Isn't that, <laughs> that's when his... Wasn't that when he burned his house down or whatever? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, he was him. He had a match with Rob Conway, and he beat. If anybody remembers Rob Conway, <laughs> he beats Ron. Holy Con- cow! He beats Rob Conway, and Michaels is the referee at this time. And Kane leaves, and Michaels gets on the thing, and he's like, "May 19th. <laughs> and he drops the he. Michaels drops the microphone right by Rob, and Kane gets back in there and beats the crap out of Rob Conway. I was like, man. <laughs> Michael's just troubling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one, go. The icon sting. Um, I really like the crow, but I didn't get to experience it live. Obviously, I've watched it now back on the network and stuff like that. I hated the vigilante because he got screwed. Um, so that center run from like two thousand oh two thousand six to let's say two thousand fourteen or so. I don't know. Um, that was probably my favorite run of Sting just because I got to experience it live. He quickly became one of my favorites. He had an amazing theme song, really cool entrance. Um, yeah, he talked more. Sting's never been the most accomplished wrestler in the ring, but his style works for him. I mean, he was still using the bat. He came back as Joker at one point. He's he's come back as Wolfpack Sting at one point. Um, and this was all during the iconic Sting Um but that was that was probably my favorite run of Sting. He had great matches with Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode, Samoa Joe. Um, was in great factions such as Main Event Mafia. So that was my favorite. That was my favorite uh, version of Sting, and he's my number one. Uh, my number one, Undertaker, for all the reasons we've already said. Because it's just this is I gimmick wise, and he is my favorite wrestler of all time. Just to watch. I mean, I grew up watching this. This, this dude was scary. I remember. Uh, even with, this is still along with his gimmick lines where they always had like the puff of uh, they always hit the explosion up on the ring and stuff before they set him on fire. Yeah, before they set him on fire. Changed. I was gonna say, didn't he get? Didn't he catch his coat on fire? So I was at dude wrestled through second degree burns at elimination chamber. So I was at uh, the last ECW uh, pay per view. Not pay per view. Gosh, no. Oh Let, God, you were at that say. crap. No, no, I was at the last <laughs> ECW show uh, in Kansas City. And then the, after that, there was a SmackDown event, uh, and there was a six-man tag match. I all I remember is uh, I could just remember who was teaming up with. Uh, it was John Morrison, Finley, and uh, the Great Khali was in a match. Like they were tag team. This was when Teddy Long was yeah. team, right? And then <laughs> at a tag middle, team match during the, during the middle of the match, Undertaker's pyro went off, and it scared the living crap out of me. And like this is me at maybe. 10 years old, 12 years old. So that was, and it was in a loud, it was a confined area. Mm-hmm. It was loud as heck. So it was like, it kind of like that startled me and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, Can Undertaker for me something? is, what's that? WWE CW is trash. I don't, the reincarnation, I call it WWE CW. The, when they rebranded ECW from 06 to 09. Yeah, everybody knows that. That was garbage. I just wanted. I just want to make it public, though. I mean, obviously, it's already been public, but it's still tr- it's still trash. 
All right, so that will do it with our top tens uh, for today and this week. So next week, I'm gonna be mad next week. We're gonna be talking about the largest the, burials. Yeah, the largest burials. We're not gonna do no top tens. We could do a top ten all the ones we talk about. Yeah, but it's gonna take forever if we try to. I'll get through ten and we'll just cut them short. So we'll just do largest burials of all. Time. Somebody's email or not email. Uh, message Parmesan on Twitter and message him on. Or Facebook you can call him at one eight one six. Bring your butt to your show next week. <laughs> Yes, uh, I, I highly doubt he listened in. Uh, we'll call him out, and yeah. So this He's was good old to. wrestling right here on KZLX LP Maryville. Coming up next is Day to Day with Andrew Botwinick and Jenny James. But this, once again, has been good old wrestling. Thank you for tuning in.